The front lines have been broken and the battle for Arkans Crossing is underway. Will our heroes breach the walls? Will the defenses be insurmountable? And what does this first battle say of the fights to come? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to me, my spouse and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. Me, my spouse and a die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Well, as we... As a couple are coming to terms with the joys of home ownership, we awoke this morning to problems with our boiler, which uh, powers our radiators, which makes our house warm, which wouldn't be an issue, except, you know, it's very cold outside, and we are in Pittsburgh, which is pretty cold. So that was fun. Woke up to uh, big kachunks coming from the basement, went down, and yeah, the, there's there's some problems. However... <laughs> We have a weird house <laughs> and all is not lost because we have both a radiator system, a boiler system and a furnace. Because that makes total sense. Makes total sense because we have radiators on the first floor and the heated air on the second floor because why not? So we were just like, I guess we're not going to go downstairs today. We're just going to hang out on our second floor. So it's it's been a fun morning of, yeah, trying to. Trying to find someone to come fix our boiler, but also being like, you know, we could, could have it worse. much worse exactly. because at least half of our house is heated. Mm-hmm. We we got a weird house. We do have a very weird house. But hey, it, it worked out for us in this instance. Yes. Because if we only had radiators, we'd be mega screwed. Or if we only had forced air and the had furnace air. went down. Yeah. I know. It was funny because I keep um, all of my plants in my office, which is on the first floor, which is already a very cold room to begin with very drafty. because it's very drafty because there's not baseboard there at the moment and one of the radiators in there doesn't work anyway and so it's it's usually a pretty chilly room but it's especially chilly now so we rescued all my plants and brought mm-hmm. them upstairs mm-hmm. and i was like we have to save the plants yep yep because they're like don't let it don't let this plant get in an environment colder than 60 degrees i'm like i think that's whoops. going to happen whoops very yeah soon yeah the cats live on the third floor for the most part so they're fine and the dog follows us wherever we go mm-hmm. so he's fine but yep yeah because it was 12 degrees when we woke up it, it was pretty chilly yeah it was pretty chilly walked outside and i was like this is only slightly colder <laughs> slightly colder than our house <laughs> again could be could be a lot worse could be far worse but i was kind of in the i think this happened probably in the late morning that it went out because i was hearing these kerchunks the and i was like I guess I probably have a bad, like, robber radar because I was just like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard them and I was concerned, but they happened at, like, regular intervals yeah. and I was pretty sleepy and it didn't sound like someone kathunking around the first floor of our house. And we have a security system, which if they tried to get to anything valuable, should go off. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't too concerned. That's true. The intervals did make it seem yeah. less organic. I, I thought it sounded like the garbage. Yeah, I thought it was like a truck or, or yeah. something going on outside. No. Nope. It was our boiler. Boiler. Which so much I fun. don't know anything about. Me neither. I'm usually a pretty handy. Handy guy. I like to fix things, but... Uh, Mr. Mr. Fix-It. But I'm not, a, I'm not a plumber or an HVAC person. Yeah. So. I don't even really know how radiators work, honestly. Hot water goes through them. Is that really it? Yeah, like, basically. but I thought the I thought steam goes through them. Well, yeah, they heat the water and the steam goes through the pipes and the the steam makes the metal things warm. And that transfers the heat into your room and then the steam recondenses and then it gets heated up and it just flows in a cycle. That's so weird. Yep, it's like an old timey steam engine. Yeah, that's a, that's how it, that's how it, they are old timey. They are old timey. They are that in is fact old timey. It's very true. So that's that's been our morning. <laughs> that's where that's where we are. And it's a weekend. And, it's a and weekend. so of course, you know, trying to get in touch with people's been a little bit more difficult. Cuz it's not like an emergency emergency. Yeah. Cuz we do have heat, which we do is have heat. we're very very fortunate that we have a funky house. For yeah, for, for once. For this I know. 
Four of one. <laughs> no, I've been wanting to to combine our heating system so that we don't have this problem and so that we can get rid of the radiators because they're yeah. I'm not a huge fan of them because they create such dry heat. Yeah. But in this instance, I'm glad that we hadn't yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of kind of worked out. Yeah. I guess. Silver linings. Oh man. Frying pan would be definitely sad though if and when we get rid of the radiators because we currently have a little cat bed on top of one of the radiators. Yeah, he loves it. And he loves it there. Loves he it. just gets all hunkered down. Sometimes he gets too warm and he has to go onto the wood floors and stretch out and cool himself off and then he hops right back on. Yeah, he's a cat. He's a cute little guy. He's a cute little cat. But it's reasonably warm in our recording space. Mm -hmm. We're surviving. We're doing all right. Let's get to it. Let's make this happen. Let's see. We avoided food. We did avoid food, I know. So <laughs> For a second, I thought you go. meant like Octavia? Octavia like, avoided food. They did just have those Heroes Feast Roll donuts. a constitution saving throw Ugh. to avoid <laughs> starvation. To avoid the nauseous tummy when you just have coffee and not breakfast. Nauseous tum. Well, let's dive right back into right. the battle at hand, which I'm going to see if I can do this. Yeah. Two sounds at once. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so fancy. So fancy technology. <laughs> Recording setup level up. <laughs> now I just got two heavy things to put my weigh my buttons down <laughs> instead of one. <laughs> Ingenuity right there. Yeah, the the setup I have, I couldn't figure out how I, how to make it, so I just press the button once and the sound plays until I press another button and then a different sound plays. So I just have my large metal. D20, the boulder from Norse Foundry, uh, that currently serves as a paperweight to weigh the button down. So as long as it is on the button, the music plays. And then when I take it off, the music stops and I can put it on a different one. So now I have two heavy things <laughs> to press down two buttons at one time. Very high tech, very savvy. Very right here. fancy. <laughs> very fancy. Very expensive. Yeah. So you just broke through the front lines of the uh, defending Dragonblood forces outside of the town of Arkans Crossing, uh, which is the first step in a three-step uh, plan to free the land of Moir from the oppression of this Dragonblood army. You and Carhoon did some serious damage. You saw the, the paladins and the other forces similarly making their way through these defensive forces. And when we left off, a uh, horn had been sounded and the uh, dragonblood forces had started to retreat to the fortification of the town to put up their second wave of defenses. We pop back onto the battlefield as orcs and goblins and bugbears are running haphazardly through the battlefield away from you towards these gates and like clambering over top of the walls and getting into their trenches as this is happening a horn goes out from your side a little bugle you guys have bugles uh so uh, a horn and it's actual bugles it's beagles who are making little beagle the bugles. bugles that would be adorable right that would be very cute. <laughs> they just walk out on their little hind legs <laughs> Like Snoopy. I think Snoopy was a Snoopy beagle. Snoopy is a beagle? I think Snoopy's a beagle, canonically. Oh, I had no idea. I think so. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I think Snoopy is <laughs> technically in. a beagle. Uh, so a horn goes out from your side, and instants later, you see uh, people appearing along the front lines of the battlefield. And these people are appearing in sets of two, and you recognize... Uh, one of these people is dressed in the Elystrian uh, robes of, of magicry, mm. who seem to have used some sort of teleportation magic to get to the front lines. And the person who is like clinging to that elven uh, mage's arms is recognizable as some cleric. Uh, they pop onto the front lines and start uh, frantically blasting hailing spells <laughs> right. across one of them. Teleports right in front of you, within reach of you, Carhoon, and uh, probably Hakon and Grisham mm -hmm. and some other nameless soldiers. And uh, it, it it shouts, "Be healed!" And you and Carhoon, oh, dope, receive. Wow, I rolled very well. Twenty-six points. I rolled on three d eight, an eight, a seven, and a six. Uh, Goodness gracious! Yeah, you get twenty-six points of healing from a mass cure wounds cast by this cleric 
a wave of healing energy flows out from this individual. Uh, some of your wounds heal up. Some of Carhoon's scratches begin to close and knit themselves shut. Hakon and Grisham also sporting similar scratches and, and bumps and bruises. They feel a little bit uh, better. And then this this cleric says, Fight on! And they're gone. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Hakon and Grisham right up to you. And uh, Grisham tosses... Pull reaches into his pack, tosses a bottle towards you and one towards Karun. I'm assuming you catch it. Well, I, I try to catch it. You, you drop a shatter. Oh, no. No. Uh, no, you catch it. It's a, it's a potion of healing. Oh, dope. Says you might need these for what's to come. We have to break through that gate. And he points ahead and standing in front of you across this battlefield littered with dead bodies is uh, a large gate. Okay. Made primarily of wood, reinforced with bits of scrap metal, standing on either side of it. It's about 30 feet across. Standing on either side of it is a large watchtower, and you can see pointed uh, bows and arrows sticking out of it, firing at your group. Okay. Is this a, is this gate, is, does Archon's Crossing always have this gate, or is this something that the Dragon Blood Army erected? Uh, it looks like something they built. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hakon says, we have to, we have to break through that gate. Uh, we have a battering ram rolling up from the back lines, but it might take a little bit to get here. It's your... Uh, we, we could use your, your help in this before they get too much of a foothold in there. You can either hold off their forces to allow our, our battering ram time to get up there and sort of clear the way for it so it's not at risk of being destroyed, or you can just try to get in there and open it up yourselves. Um, but we'll we'll have the the shields and my own forces holding back the uh, the counterattack. Perfect. Okay. There's no time to waste. All right, Carhoon, uh, I'm going to go straight for the gate. Um, do Do you want to? Can you make uh, as I go after the gate? You kind of keep people from attacking me. Okay. Then? Yeah. I'll try. I'll All do right. My best. And she kind of gets a sly grin. And if you summon it, I will so help me. <laughs> I'll put you down right here. <laughs> I was actually thinking of, a, you know, eight giant badgers so that they could all burrow underneath it and, and, and attack the, the fortifications, mm, foundations. Eight goblins who deal enough damage to kill one giant badger <laughs> apiece. Oh, crazy. And they all crit somehow. They all crit. Wow. wow. Eight they natural all, 20s in a row. They all have badger bane blades. <laughs> badger slaying arrows. <laughs> All right, Octavia kind of looks at, and I'm sure the I'm sure the ground is kind of muddy. Yeah, we're gonna say these conversations are happening as like everyone is chasing and kind of moving sure, towards of course, yeah. the the walls because there's still a battle going on. Absolutely, your army hasn't like stopped; they're still moving forward, but not as a quickly. Okay, what is the ground like? Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 around Dirt. a river, so it's kind of damp. Okay, grass and, is, and mud. So is there if so? There's the gate. Is there a bridge? Oh, in front of the yes, gate? Yes, I should, I should clarify. Arkans Crossing is a town that is built on a large bridge spanning the length of this river. Okay. So it's a, it's probably like a 50, 60 foot wide bridge that goes all the way across and there's like buildings built up along its length. Okay, and so the gate, it is sitting on the bridge part or is it before you would get to the bridge? It's slightly before the bridge. There's like a wall that's been built up in kind of a hemi-circle okay. around the front of the gate. So you couldn't just, like, walk around it. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. So I am going to um, do a dive into the ground and turn into an earth elemental hmm. and start burrowing towards the gate. Uh, Daisy turns around and starts running away from battle. Or I guess I would be like, stay here. I, I might need you later to, da to Daisy. Well, Daisy's going to be behind the front lines. Okay. Unless you're, like, tying her to Carhoon's horse. Mm, nah, that'll be that'll be fine. Okay. Uh, so Daisy kind of, yeah, is... Yeah, she trusts she's to horse. safety. She'll, yeah. she'll just kind of walk, trot, trot around. You hop off. She runs back, and you turn into an earth elemental and earth glide into the ground. Mm. Course, like, oh, okay. I mean, I... I all right. Have fun. And he continues riding. I speak <laughs> elemental <laughs> to him. Forward. 
I can use the in front of you. A big gate. Okay. Uh, Two watchtowers on either side. You can see three individuals in each watchtower, all armed with bows and arrows, pointing out, firing into the onrushers. You're not sure what exactly is on the other side of the wall because you can't see it, and you see several uh, other individuals on the walls uh, flanking out on either side, also, you know, flinging slings and slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or something. <laughs> Isn't that a Shakespeare line? I, I'm sure it is. Anyway. Or something. Uh, so you're earth gliding forward. Carhoon is riding up in the rear, and we're going to have you roll more initiatives. All right. What you got? I have to look at my my earth elemental stats. Oh, I am not particularly dexterous. That's an eight. Okay. And then Carhoon, 21. All right. So it would be this uh, approaching army, or the, the defender's turn first. So they do something, and right. it is your turn. Sorry, Carhoon's turn. All right. Carhoon is going to... Um, Let's see. So there's there are no enemies on the ground, correct? Uh, no, they've all kind of run away and scrambled. Uh, you know, the the gates kind of creaked open and they, they shuttered inside before they slammed with a boom. Okay. There might be a few, but they're getting cut down on either side by the uh, the, the charging paladins and the forces led by Hakon and Grisham. Okay. Are there any, you mentioned that they're, you know, flinging... Um, you know, projectiles, bolts, and everything. Is there any like big projectiles up there? Is there like a ballista up there? Nope. Or okay, so Carhoon is going to sheathe his gray axe and he is going to pull out his longbow. Okay, can he see the like creatures up there? Yeah, they've okay. got cover. They have cover. Okay, well, he is still going to. Tried to make a couple attacks on the folks up in the tower. He's going to focus on the creatures in the tower as opposed to the creatures that are just on the wall. Okay. And he has crazy range, so he's actually not even going to move forward. Okay. 12 to hit? 12 is a miss. All right. He's going to shoot again. The arrow buries itself into the side of a tower. Which which one are you shooting at also? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to shoot at... The creatures in the tower to my right. Okay. So let's say creature number one. one. Okay. All right. That's a natural 17 for a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Do I need to roll damage? Yes. Or are these the... These are, yeah, these are not minions okay. because this is a smaller scale, fewer combatants that we're, we're actually using stats here. Sounds good. All right. He does. <laughs> Two piercing damage. Two piercing. Okay. Okay. Uh, nicks it in the shoulder. And then he is going to sling his final arrow. Okay. Natural 20. Woo! All right. These ones actually count. Yay. These ones will count. Let me get my sheet up. All right. Roll me a d20. All righty. Natural one. <laughs> All right. Glad I you got that roll out now. This is from D and D your head. Thank you, D and D your head. It's called infectious laugh. Ooh. Your triumphant laugh as your attack hits makes even your enemies chuckle. One foe of your choice must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be incapacitated with laughter until the beginning of your next turn. Ooh. So you hit Krishna Bovan for two hit points. You Four. may choose. I had it for four. Did you? I haven't rolled damage yet for my natural 20. Oh, the first one was four? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I rolled a two. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Sorry, my so, bad. Nope. All right, totally so you've fine. hit this one for four points. Okay. So should I roll damage first and then choose which creature? Yeah, why don't you okay. do that? So just 2d8. Because it's normally yep. d8, so just double, double damage. Double damage. Double damage. 11 piercing damage. 11 piercing. Yeah, it Carhoon strikes it right between the eyes and it goes down. Nice. Thump. And then he chooses the um, the creature that was next to the one that he just um, cut down to be incapacitated with laughter. Or I guess it needs to do a wisdom save first. Wisdom save. Okay. Yeah, that's a failure. Awesome. 
All right. So All right. This one? creature number three is laughing. Laughing. We'll put a D4 to mark that. Laughing. All right. Carhoon takes one of these creatures out. It falls over the side of the tower and lands in front with a thump nice. into the soft, wet ground. Your turn. All right. Does Carhoon move forward at all? He's not going to. Okay. How far away is he? He's going to stay. I mean, he, he's going to basically be in range of, of these creatures as well. How far away would he need to be to not be in range? Um, you think your weapons probably have the same range. The same range. Okay. Um, well, if they have the same range, then he is going to move. He is currently 60 feet away when he slung those arrows. So he'll move within 30 feet of the wall. Okay. Closing that distance in half so that he's, you know, close in case something happens, but still has a good, a good view. Because, you know, if he was too close to the bottom of the, of the tower, it'd actually be a lot harder to see the folks who are on top. So. All right. Carhoon lets loose an arrow, <laughs> laughs, rides forward, and one goblin goes down, and the other starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> Your turn. All right. So Octavia is just going to earth glide under the ground, non-magical, unworked earth and stone, and she is going to dash, and she is going to get immediately in front of the gate. You have that movement? I have exactly 60, and I'm exactly 60 away. Okay. You get right under the gate. Anything else? Nope, that's it. They don't even see that I'm there because I don't even disturb the earth, which is just so cool looking because I always imagine, you know, kind of how, how moles create those little humps as mm-hmm. they burrow around. She doesn't even create that. She, like, literally dove into the mud and just disappeared. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So cool. Pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. All right, uh, you ride up right in front of the gate. It is the defender's turn. Okay. This one's laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one in the back rushes forward to take the spot of one who just fell. Mm-hmm. And another one oh, no. climbs up the ladder from behind. You can see another head pop into view. Well, you can't, but Carhoon can. Uh, just to keep fresh faces in here. And... One is going to take a shot at Carhoon. Okie dokie. Firing from the right tower. That is a 17 to hit. Miss. Okay. And then the two from the left tower are going to fire. One of them. Uh, one of them is a miss. One of them is a 20. Non-act, <gasps> non-natural. Oh, okay. That does hit. Okie dokie. Little goblin-sized arrow. <laughs> Nails Carhoon for four points of piercing damage. All right. Think. I was not expecting the uh, cleric to come up and heal us. That's that's dope. Yeah, you rescued him. That's true, but still. If you hadn't rescued him, there would be no healing. Oh, that is a good point. Crazy, right? Wow. It's funny how like things that you do in this game earlier affect what happens later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I rolled really well on my healing, too. Yeah, you did. I was like, it, it basically got Carhoon almost all the way back up to full. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's uh, Carhoon's turn. All right, he is going to do... This one stops laughing. Stop. Okay, so it stops being He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Je- Jeffrey! <laughs> Jeffrey, speak to me! Oh, no. <laughs> it's like the scene in Return of the Jedi with the Ewoks. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, oh, my gosh. Oh, that scene made me seen. so sad every time. Oh, my gosh. Even just thinking about it. Okay, steal yourself, Gwyneth. Okay, Carhoon is going to lease a volley of arrows at same tower different tower same tower he's just going to focus on that tower for now he's going to focus on the one that is no longer incapacitated okay for a 15 to hit uh it thunks into the cover okay very well shielded okay yeah that's a good point and then he's he's just gonna take a a shot at that same at that same guy Mm -hmm. natural one the dice giveth and the dice taketh away wow okay well carhoon carhoon Attacks a lot. He so. does. Critical miss. Roll me another d20. Okay. 13. 13. This is from Beast Machine 24. Thank you, Beast Machine. Is this luck? Oh, no. And again, some of these we may have used, but if I couldn't remember exactly, it's back in the rotation. Mm-hmm. So if and this has been, been read before, enough. I'm sorry. Uh, you must have the best luck in the world because in this moment, you're struck by lightning. Take 2d4 damage. Oh, no. Lightning damage. 
Sakarun, about to fire, a random burst of static electricity ripples through his bow arm. He takes how much? Five. Five points of lightning damage. A two and a three on the two d four. And the arrow just falls. I feel like as he was maybe like as he was drawing the arrow out of the quiver from the his back, like he it acted like a lightning rod just really quickly, and it just like went all the way down his body. Right. Poor, poor Carhoon. He's got one shot he left. He has one shot left, so he's going to see what he can do with this round, see if he can hit anything. Natural 20? Natural 20. My goodness. Oh my gosh. Those well, are two natural 20s and two natural 1s in his turns. Because I rolled a natural 1 to pick the crit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, <laughs> give, me another, give me another 20 roll. Okay, let's see what this one is. 17. I feel like you from last week. Okay, this is also from D&D Head, called While They're Down. An ally within 30 feet of the target may immediately move up to their speed toward the target of your attack and make a single weapon attack. Oh no. I could give that to some random soldier just to have this still uh, do it, because you two are not the only people on this battlefield. Right, yeah. I just didn't want to represent all of your allies moving towards and, you know, trying to fight people from no, the that walls. makes sense so how about uh Carhoon does this and some foot soldier with a crossbow is inspired mm-hmm. at Carhoon's magnificent did you roll damage for this attack? i haven't actually roll yet. damage for this and then uh we'll give that foot soldier a free attack nice 10 piercing damage 10 piercing damage ah, it falls out nice dead uh, and then another soldier is like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. <laughs> well, just seeing him like Carhoon basically get struck by lightning and having, you know, like the cartoon, like you can see his skeleton for a second mm-hmm. type of situation. And then Carhoon just is like, well, that's not cool. And then just immediately crits the other way. Like this, cool. this moment of being like, this, is, this <laughs> is not how this is going to go down. Right. So another soldier is like, oh my gosh, Carhoon, you're my hero. <laughs> Picks up a crossbow, flings a bolt wildly at the other goblin standing in that tower. Make an attack with a... Tell you what, roll me uh, a d100 to decide if this is a guard or a veteran. Ooh. Is this a seasoned soldier or is this a fresh-faced uh, recruit? 51 and up is a veteran. 47. 47, okay. Unfortunately, it is just... A wee, a whale, a recruit. So roll a an attack All with right. a plus three to hit. Plus three. Uh, that is a natural seven for a ten. Uh, so <laughs> flings a bolt, goes wide. He's like, ah, oh, I'll get her next time. <laughs> it's like abashed by the presence of, of her hero. <laughs> right. All right. But still, hey, good try, good try, kid, good, good try. try. Um, and then this 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 you know young recruit grows up to be a great general in Moe. If right. they survive the day, if they survive the day, <laughs> they immediately get shot. Oh uh, no! Is it your your turn now? Unless Carhoon has more to do. Nope, he did his three shots, and so he he's good. He's gonna stay in place. Okay. It is my turn. It is your turn. So I'm going to pop out of the ground like a daisy. Pop it out of the ground like mm-hmm, daisies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I am going to make two slam attacks on this gate. Okay. First slam attack. Natural 20. Not even joking. Natural 20. And as an earth elemental, I already do double damage to inanimate objects. So, bam! Okay. Why don't you just roll the roll the damage? Okay. So, this is going to be... So, I do double everything? Yep. Roll, so, so this will be 8d8. Since you're just attacking a uh, wall, effectively. Correct. I'm a siege monster. 37 points of bludgeoning damage. 37 points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. You pop out of the ground, give this an enormous wallop, and the gate buckles, and it's hanging on by a hinge. Yes. It's still standing, but you did a ton yes. of damage to it. Roll a d20 for my crit. Do I not get a crit effect? Do you, do you want? I've, it's, you're attacking a door. Do you want a crit effect? Oh, that's true. I can I can I can roll one for you if you want. I'll leave this one up to you. Yeah, give me a crit effect. Okay. 
because it's been Karun who's crit so far, and I'm like, I, I, want, I want to do something fun. Give me a d20. All right. 16. 16, 16, 16. Also from D&D or Head. <laughs> and D&D another thing. Ooh. Bursting with adrenaline. You move faster than you thought possible. You can immediately take a full attack action or cast a spell targeting the same creature. So I can just do another attack. Wait, I can do another attack action? It says you can immediately take a full attack action, yes. So one of my attack, attack actions is a multi-attack. Yes. So can I do another full multi-attack? So I guess so. I will say you're probably going to break the gate. You can attack a watchtower. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to use... So I use the first slam. Thank you, D&D Head. Thank you, D&D Head. This is, this is dope, especially in this situation. We will roll someone else's card eventually, don't worry. So I use the first slam of my first multi-attack. I'm going to roll the second one. And in my mind, I'm in the, the terrible Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire and the Sandman. That's kind of what I'm imagining mm. I look like. And I have, for some reason, like a striped shirt on now. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. Slam number two. Does a 19 hit? Yes. All right. Yes, it does. 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And the gate comes down. Yes! It shatters into pieces and falls. Uh, crumbles to the ground. Behind it, you can see uh, the bridge that kind of extends up into this town, filled with uh, blockades, barriers, sandbag mounds, crates piled in, and just like blistering with spears and mm-hmm. javelins and bows and arrows. But immediately on the other side, you find yourself face to face with a hill giant. Oh, like okay. An enormous, blubberous creature with like scrap metal and scraps of leather tied into makeshift armor Ugh. around it and just holding a huge club Ugh. like patting it in its open palm ready to take some fools down. Looks like just like basically a little tree. Yeah. So with my extra attacks here what what could I, what do you think is fair for me to be able to target? The towers. The towers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's at the same target, but you killed this target. But the towers are basically they're they're akin to it. Perfect. All right. Well, um, Octavia is going to Earth Glide or she'll just move. I always feel like when she walks, like as an Earth Elemental, her, she doesn't actually ever have any feet. She just she just kind of glides around, right. like a genie. Yeah, or or someone in a really fancy dress that just, like, always touches the ground. All right, slam number one on the watchtower to my left. Does a 15 hit? Just exactly. Oh, nice. The goblins up there are like, the whole thing shakes. Roll two eights on my 48. Okay. 28 bludgeoning damage. 28, okay. And then my final slam. All right. Exact same natural seven, so mm-hmm, a 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 23 points of bludgeoning damage again. Yeah, okay. The uh, watchtower, you take out one like leg of it with a mighty swing mm-hmm. and then another leg of it with a second swing and it buckles and crashes to the ground. Nice! The goblins go scattering out onto the floor to be uh, swept up by the rest of the forces. Nice! <laughs> Oh, this is just so cool. I also feel like, you know, like as Octavia is like slamming it, little bits of the earth from her from her hands are like burrowing inside all of the joints and like helping to like weaken it as well. So like it's going in and all of around it to almost like age it and, and weaken it so that her second slam is even more effective type of thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you bring the gate and the tower down without too much difficulty. Okay. And I am large, by the way. Oh, okay. You are large. That is your turn. That is my turn. It is the goblins' turns next who are panicked. but <laughs> Understandably. The ones in the tower that are still standing rush up and are going to fire two arrows at you. Okay. Ah, uh, shoot. A 13 and a 14 total. Both of those miss. I feel like I just, like, they do hit me, but I just kind of, like, absorb them. Right. 
I feel uh, like basically I feel like I'm the stink monster in Spirited Away before <laughs> it got revealed to be, you know, like the river god. I'm just kind of like <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I'm sure our listeners enjoy it. It's like I'm all globulous and like just like butt mud. There's a I'm just thinking of that that villain from uh, the Batman villain. What's his name? There's a Mudman villain in Batman, Is and there? there's a there's in the Batman animated series. That's all I'm thinking. Oh of. yeah. What's his name? Oh gosh, hold on. This is gonna kill me. This is gonna kill Batman me. Batman animated series is so good. Mudman Batman. <laughs> I think he's got like a person name. Oh, Clayface. Yeah, I'm thinking of Clayface. What's he look like? Show me a picture. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Mudman Clayface. Close yeah. enough. Close enough. <laughs> Mudman. <laughs> I mean, Ragda is basically the same thing. It's basically the same thing. Basically name. the same thing. Uh, okay, so you bring it down, and it is the Goblin's turn. They fired. They're freaking out, but they're staying to their posts for now. Good on them. Carhoon's turn. He sees the gate come down, and he sees this massive giant with a huge club standing on the other side of the wall. Well, he's like in perfect view, almost kind of like when you would reveal you know someone at the someone beautiful at the top of a staircase and they have, there's a set of double doors and you open them and like this you know magnificent person is at the top of the stairs and you're like oh basically this happened for for the giant and carhoon <laughs> and so his eyes gl- glint and he's going to try to shoot three arrows at this hill giant okay 17 to hit it's exactly a hit. nice eight piercing damage okay he's going to fire again 15 to hit. That's a miss, right? That is a miss. All right. He's going to Clinks off go of one more time. The plate armor. And that will also be a miss. I feel like it just swats it away with this, this tree club thing. Yeah. Like fly swatter. Does Carhoon move at all? Yeah. Carhoon will sheath his bow, you know, pull out his, his gray axe and move uh, adjacent to Octavia. All right. Carhoon rushes up to the where the uh, shattered gate used to stand. It is this giant's turn. Okay. You smash the gate. I smash you. <laughs> and thunders Classic. up. Oh, my gosh. To this large earth elemental. It's rumbling time. <laughs> I got you for three minutes of playtime. On Spider-Man references. <laughs> you didn't say it was a cage match. <laughs> Great movie. Um, does a twenty-two hit? Yes. Fifteen points of bludge. Okay. And then it swings its club back again. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh no! Oh this no! This could be bad. Actually, oh, no. that's a lot of dice. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a uh, 3d8. Okay. So now 68. Ooh, okay, okay. Ooh, much dice, much counting. 33 Ooh. points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Slams it into your muddy form, just like brings it down into your head, which kind of like craters in and forms around Gosh. it. <gasps> Wait, what was the second to hit? Natural 20. Natural 20, right, right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, a 28, if you will. Sorry, I was just, I just couldn't remember. I'm sure it, it definitely It hit. definitely yeah. hit, yeah. so sorry. Uh, but it is your turn now. All You've right. you got this hulking meat machine in front of you, covered in scrap metal. You said that like was... like a Mad Max giant. Nice. It, those, that was bludge, right? Yep. Got a big old club. All right. And which s- is basically a tree stump with yeah. like... Railroad spikes sticking out of <laughs> nice. it. I just like to think that it is just a tree because they're right by, you know, the Fennec Forest that has yeah. a bunch of pine trees. And so Pulled I'm just up. imagining like a little, basically a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that could work. All right. Earth Elemental Octavia is just going to try to punch it. Come on and slam. I'll punch it. Exactly. 20 something to hit. Yes. <laughs> Math is hard. Math Under is duress. Hard. 17 points of bludgeoning damage. 17 points of bludge, okay. And then she is going to slam again. Ah. If only I had improved critical, because that is a 19. Definitely hits, regardless of what the total is. 
21 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, goodness. Solid hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. This dude's looking, looking weaker, but still standing. Still, still up and swinging. Mm-hmm. I feel like Octavia can make her arms like particularly long. So for her second slam, she like brought both of her muddy fists like together and like brought them both down on top of the on top of the giant's dome. Right. Uh, okay, perfect. So it is the defending goblins' turns in this tower. The one of them, uh, so Carhoon is right up next to this tower, basically right under it. So they're having a hard time targeting him with arrows. Mm-hmm. However, you see the one in the corner nearest to Carhoon kind of duck behind the oh, wall. Oh no, and it burning comes up oil. And it's holding a big old pot. No, Carhoon! It, it dumps it down. Get, get f- tar and feathered. Uh, can Carhoon please roll a dexterity saving throw? Yes. Dex, dex, dex. 16. Uh, that's a pass, but he'll take half, and I rolled, no joke, three sixes. Oh my gosh. Six, six, six. Three sixes, three D six, maximum damage. So you're going to take about average. Uh, nine points of fire damage. Oh, wow. And he gets to avoid being caught on fire and having to uh, pat himself out. Otherwise, he would take recurring damage until he spends an action to put it out. Oh, so his his dodging. Yeah. Okay. He gets like... Backslash. Singed, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Ah. Ah. The goblin kind of cries in frustration. And I totally forgot that I still have my fire shield going. So this giant needs to take some retroactive fire damage for when it hit me. Convenient that you remember that, yeah. I, I did because of the fire, yeah. Fire, scarecrow. 10 points of fire damage. Roll two fives on my 2d6. You're lucky I'm benevolent. <laughs> I would just say, you forgot it. You can remember it next time. Uh, okay, this other goblin who is still in the tower is going to fire an arrow at you. Okie dokie. Miss. Okay. And it is Carhoon's turn. All right, Carhoon. Splashed with hot oil. It's going to be like, oh, I... With a big axe. I smell decent. Let's smell barbecue. Um, he's going to move up and swing three times at this giant. Hey, it's, a, it's a hill giant, right? It is a hill giant. I feel like even though he's on the horse, he's still just like like at belly level with it. So like just yeah. slashing at this thing's giant gut. Probably it's back because it's looking at you. Oh, right true. Now. 15 to hit. Miss. Okay. Swing number two. It has upgraded armor. 19, and he has improved critical, so a critical hit from Carhoon Usidius. Carhoon crit machine. You serious? Right. All right. right Carhoon, right. you serious? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's really pretty fun. funny. That's pretty good. Roll me a d20. How did 20. it take us that long to I don't know. make that joke? I don't know. That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. Six. All right. This is from Azwin. Thank you, Azuin. It's called One More. Ooh. Your attack creates an opening for an additional attack. You may make an additional attack on this turn. This can be a weapon attack or it could be any damage dealing spell, though you are still limited to one non-cantrip spell per turn. If you have movement remaining, you may use it before performing this attack. Ooh. So Garun gets another attack. Well, let me roll damage first. Thank you, Azuin. Thank you, Azuin. We've gotten some really great, we've gotten great crits today. 15 slashing damage for the crit. 15 slash damage. Okay. And then he has two more attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Look at look at Carhoon do. I rolled a natural 20. I legit rolled dice. a natural 20. Stop <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, D20. Y'all are making my day. Stop it. Now this you know is, how I felt last time. <laughs> this this is, is insanity. This is insanity. All right, Orange Crush. You got another one in you. I can feel it. All right, roll me. Roll me another one. Let's see what we get. 15. 15. Goodness gracious. <laughs> he just is really performing for, like, he, he just got so fired up with that new recruit, like, being so inspired by him that mm-hmm. he has to be, he's like, you know, I have to show her what being a hero is like. Okay, this is a cool one. I like this. This is from D&D Your Head again. It's called Foresight. Ooh. You hit with such ferocity that you briefly tear the fabric of time. Ooh. You receive a vision of the future. Gain a portent die. So you're going to roll down a d20 and keep that result. And before your next long rest, uh, before any creature makes a roll, you can replace it with that die. Oh, that's so cool. So it's the divination wizard feature. That is so cool. All right. So I'm going to roll this d20. Hopefully it's low. 
So Carhoon's eyes go like white as he sees into the future briefly. <gasps> I can see everything. It's like touching the the plantier and just like. Right. So I rolled a 14. 14? Okay. That's a solid roll. All right. And so he can, anytime so, before his next long rest, he can switch. Basically any, any die roll. In the language of this crit, any die roll. So, so it could be mine or yours? It could be, it could be yours. It could be Carhoon's. It could be an enemy roll. Yeah. Nice. Okay, perfect. It could be a saving throw, skill check, attack roll. That's great. Yeah. All right. So let me resolve my second crit damage. It's poor giant. 16 slashing damage. Okay. Still up. All right. Carhoon yeah. has one more attack. Yeah, one more. Okay. Come on, buddy. Good Come gracious. on. Come on. Natural 12, but for a 22 to hit. Yes. 10 more slashing damage. All right, still up. And you took four four attacks? Four attacks. Goodness. Two of those were crits. Yeah, this one's looking rough. Looking real bad, but... Goodness gracious. Luckily, it has one more turn before your turn. Okay. It's going to share the love because Carhoon just hit it for a ton of damage. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, swing its club at Carhoon's face. Oh, Carhoon! It was not a natural oh. one, but then it rolled to a seven, but that's still going to miss, so it's a 15. That is still a miss. Oh, it takes another swing. Come on, orange. Been weakened. 22? That does it's hit. It's not a crit, but it'll it'll do. That'll do, giant. That'll do. Um, 16, 21 points of damage. Oh, jeez. Giants be strong, yo. Giants be gianting. Slams Carhoon right in the chest, gets the wind knocked out of him. Oof. But this giant is teetering. On its last legs, about to go down. It is your turn. All right. I'm a slam a jammer. Come on and slam. 18 to hit. Yes. Awesome. All right. It's effectively got plate armor with a minus one because it's makeshift plate armor. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> 13 bludge. Is dead. Woo! You punch it in the face and I its eyes it. just like roll back into its head and it falls backwards. Awesome. <laughs> Onto the road. Now, did did um, Governor Hakon recommend taking down both towers? Or I didn't recommend taking down any towers any at tower. all. Okay. Just the gate. Just and, the gate. you know, the gate's down. And as the giant falls, you can see, like, people from behind you being like, Yeah, the gate's down. Go for it. And your army starts out rushing for it. Awesome. Now... I've, I haven't used multi-attacks very often. Can mm-hmm. I multi-hit once, move, and then take my second hit? Yeah. Okay. Effectively. So you mentioned that there was a big blockade. So lay the scene out again. So there's about maybe 20 to 30 feet of ground before the bridge starts. And then it's about a 60-foot wide bridge. And on either side of that bridge are buildings kind of built onto the side of it. So stores, homes, abodes. Uh, things like that. There's some docks that go into the river below. And along this 60-foot stretch of bridge that goes all the way across the river, um, at least, you know, a uh, couple hundred feet long. It's it's a big it's a big trunk right now. Along this stretch of bridge, there are, like, you know, barricades, so big walls made of sandbags and crates and boards and things piled up for this this uh, army to take cover behind uh, kind of haphazardly thrown together and behind them you can see huddling uh, you know figures orcs goblins things with spears and javelins and bows and arrows ready to you know push back as you guys try to take the bridge okay so basically it's like the second line of defenses yes and we'll say you and you and Carhoon are kind of standing here after taking this giant down and the army around you just kind of sweeps around you, and you can hear their their footsteps as they, they start rushing towards the bridge and doing battle with the defenders, and Hakon and Grisham ride up in the midst of this next to you, and they're like, excellent job, you took that thing down, like, really, really fast. I wasn't... That was great. Uh, the, 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 the thing that knocks walls down, the battering ram. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I just thought that was Akon losing his words, not you. It totally was. I did that on purpose. <laughs> exactly. I am a great role player. Uh, the, the battering ram barely, you know, got halfway across the field. And this is so. Anyway, good job. Um, Octavia just kind of like flexes her, her her mud arms and does a thumbs up because she can't talk. 
All right, the, the, last, the last step is we have to take the, uh, the mayoral mansion. That's where their command center is set up. If we can cut the head off the snake and then throw that head into the crowds of these enemies, they should uh, lose their nerve. And you two seem like the people for the job. Octavia does another thumbs up. In- is your throat made of gravel? That's her. That's her talking Terran. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't know. Terran's like, yeah, she she means well. She agrees. Uh, <laughs> he says the the bulk of our forces should be able to keep the defenders at bay. If you can, kind of slip past the lines and take out the command. Where? That's an order. Okay. Where is the... At the other side of the at bridge. At the other side of the bridge. Okay. And sorry, how far across is the bridge? Uh, the, the whole bridge is probably, we'll say, 200-ish 200 feet. 200-ish feet. Carmen's like, can you go... Can you go under the river and, like, pop up on the other side? And Octavia will be, like, point to her temple and be like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because if you can do that, um, I've got my cloak. I can probably make my way along the side. I think these people will be relatively distracted. And she's going to get, uh, you know, put up two fingers and where her eyeballs would be and be like, I see you. Your idea is a good idea. And I mean, you can do whatever. I don't want to take the initiative here in, in the planning. No, that's literally what I was going to suggest. Okay. Good. I was just about to be like, how deep is the river? How deep is the river? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty big as it's at least like 150 or so 200 feet across um it goes reasonably deep but i wouldn't say it's i don't know how deep rivers typically are do i have to breathe as an earth elemental i mean if you can sink into the earth i, I don't see why you would not. need to could i just like walk you're not really a biological through being. the river and hold carhoon above my head it's not that shallow oh, okay Okay, well, I, it's so funny that he recommended that because that's exactly what I was going to suggest. So Octavia is going to, again, dive into the ground and, and burrow an earth glide underneath the river to try to pop up on the other side. And Carhoon is going to try to sneak through um, through the bridge. Okay. Uh, so the, the Moerian army rushes through the gate past you and starts clambering up the bridge and the uh, forces attempt to repel them. You know, arrows get flung over, swords clash, shields, shield, and... Uh, swords clash, shields bash. Yeah. there's So there's a huge, you know, conflict going on in this very narrow strip, and it's just like bodies being pressed up against each other trying to, to, to get a little bit of progress. You can see at the other end, the uh, and Hakon was sort of like pointing it out, you could see this mayoral mansion all the way at the other side, and it's the, you know, biggest dwelling structure there is, and you can see Dragonblood banners raised mm-hmm. high and flying from the top where mm-hmm. maybe uh, other flags used to fly. You pop around the side, slide into the earth, and make your way over Carhoon dismounts Maud and says you've done good and pats her butt and she scampers back <laughs> to be with Daisy um, and then he sort of rushes over to the side of the bridge and while everyone's fighting just kind of grabs onto the side and starts hand over handing his way oh, nice. across, like- across the back of it um, hoping to not get spotted let's have uh, so you can just do this. You don't need to breathe. How right. much, how fast do you move? Uh, my burrow speed is 30 feet. So if I'm dashing, I could go 60. 60 feet. So you can get across and like. And that would be the same. Carhoon's speed is 30. So if he's, well, I guess I don't he's know gonna if He's going to be moving can, slower. Yeah, with his hands. So he's going to be climbing, which will be half speed effectively. Um, so you, you can get there in about four, four rounds, okay. about 30 seconds. You just zip across and i guess so cool. actually uh you you can sort of decide carhoon could kind of try to climb along the backs of these buildings over to there or he could try to like parkour his way over the rooftops would uh would they require different checks or or checks uh, at all or yeah, yeah they would Slightly which would different. require athletics the climbing would probably require athletics so here here's what i'll say the climbing across the backs of them would require Athletics, but he would move slower. Okay. The parkouring over the rooftops would require acrobatics, but if successful, he would move much quicker. He's going to do athletics just because the difference between his strength and his dex is a significant. Significant. <laughs> so. All right, roll me an athletics check. 
13. 13. Total? Total. I rolled a four. Okay. I mean, it's not difficult to climb, but he's not moving quickly by any means. Um, so it's going to take him... If it would take you four, he's moving about... Yeah, it'll take him a little more than twice as long as you to, okay. to get over to the other side. And also, because he's not moving quickly... Uh, he doesn't seem to get too noticed Good. as he's climbing along. Uh, so, yeah, what do you, you get to the other side? You're on in the ground <laughs> on the other side of the bridge. Uh, what do you do? Do you pop? Do you come out? So he's going to take twice as long? Yeah, he's going to take another like four rounds to get there, another 30 ish seconds. Okay. So you could. You see the, the mansion on the tail end of this bridge, so you'd have to kind of come out of the earth, run up this section of, mm-hmm. of bridge, and you'd be right there. It's a big house, two stories. Um, the first floor, all of the windows are like boarded up, and okay. it's surrounded by like a, a five foot you know, stone wall mm-hmm. and on the top is like shards of broken glass and bits of sharp pointy metal that seem to be new additions. Okay. But the stone wall seems new? This, uh, the stone old? wall might be, might have been there Original. before, but there's like, yeah, but the rusty janky bits barbed of wire. janky metal and barbed wire and bits of glass to dissuade people from getting into it. Uh, you can see the row of second floor windows. There are individuals sort of posted in with various uh, projectile flinging weapons. And the, yeah, the, but the bottom floor seems relatively barricaded. The door is kind of barred and, and shut. And there's, you know, it's, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. relatively locked tight. So. so you mentioned that this, you know, mayoral mansion is at the very end, right? Yeah. So, ostensibly, there's maybe some riverbank, or the river is shallower there. Basically, it's over the river. Can I punch the bottom of the bridge underneath the house? Um, you would have to go a little bit into the water to do that, or rather, you would probably have to climb the bottom of the bridge. Okay. Which you could do, and it'd be cool. With that damage the structural integrity of the whole bridge though um probably not the entire bridge just because it's, it's so bridge. big but you could probably do that but you can't just like walk underneath it and punch it okay that's what i was wondering you would. that would be cool <laughs> it would be cool you probably have to you know climb along the bottom of it and then kind of yeah i'm gonna try that okay <laughs> i think that would just be so cool that would be really cool roll me an athletics check you all right. 23. Yes. Uh, so you <laughs> pop out of the ground on the other side of this bridge. Uh, you know, there are people over here, but their attention seems to be occupied largely elsewhere. Um, or I for could, the most part. Or Let's I see. could get like on the back of the building because it's like I'm imagining it. And tell me if this is wrong. If it's like the back of the building is flush with the end of the bridge, so there wouldn't be that wall around it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could you could do the back or the bottom. I want to do the. Prefer. Let's actually do the back because I I don't want to damage the bridge itself. Okay. Um, you don't think you think you'd have to do a lot more damage to actually structurally oh, okay. impinge the bridge, but uh, you can climb around the back. You <laughs> grab on this giant awesome. mud monster and slide your way over to the back of the bridge. Roll me an attack if you're trying All to punch right, on I through. think I'm going to try to slam. I'll be in her mind. She'll be like, "Garun will get here eventually." You look over and you can see him like halfway across the bridge. This is when I wish I could, like, stretch out my muddy arm and be like... You aren't Mr. Fantastic. Exactly. All right. Slam number one. Natural 19. Mm Mm-hmm. That'll do. 20 points of bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, Yeah, roll roll another one. Okay. You, like, punch through the wall, but you need to make the hole bigger. Yeah, so I can fit through, because I'm big. You big. That's a natural four for only a 12 to hit. Uh, 12 to hit. Yeah, that does not okay. quite 
do it, but you punch through the wall, punch a solid hole through, retract your fist, <laughs> and you can see through. You've punched into the back room, and um, it's largely scant down here on mm-hmm. the first floor. There are crates and barrels and it looks like supplies and provisions, but in the back of this main room, there is a table, and surrounding this table is uh, about four hobgoblins. Okay. Crouched over this table, seem to be looking over maps and documents mm, and things mm-hmm. like that, and you punch through, <laughs> and as you look through, they all turn and look at you with, like, surprised faces. They all get heart attacks. And we're gonna pick up their next episode. Ooh. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun all right thank you all so much for listening if you would like to submit a crit card like the dozens that we heard in the episode today you can do so any of our listeners can you can check out our website me my spouse and a die.com and there's a special form that you can fill out and you know go crazy you can really literally you know use your imagination and kind of come up with whatever you'd like for um you know octavia to do when she crits or when somebody crits octavia goes goes both ways go both ways or you can also email us at me my spouse and a die at gmail.com and put the text of your crit card just in the body of the email thank you guys so much for contributing crit cards and for you know sending us messages on social media it really you know bolsters our spirits and we really appreciate it Alrighty, catch y'all next week <laughs>